Greetings, lovelies. Okay, so we're going to try something a little bit different on this episode, and we'll see if this becomes more of a consistent direction to take the podcast. I feel like I've said everything that I need to say about plant-based life. Um, I think I'm just beating a dead horse at this point, and it's honestly making me sad and very much just like, It's making me feel disassociated and isolated because such a small percentage of people are plant-based. And this is something that we get to explore as people that are plant-based moving into the new world because we're the ones that have the keys to thriving in the new world. And this information is going to be distributed as the people that do not have the information become more readily available to receive it via different means, measures, modalities, methods, and realities, okay? So I just want to say thank you for everyone that has bared witness to my story that I've shared through this media, and I look forward to connecting with you in ways that are perhaps more conducive to actually building the new world. Because here's here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. The old world... <laughs> the old world is literally built on the illusion of religion. Okay. Guys, do you, we... Uh, this is... I guess I'll just break down what the Aquarian age is. Like, so many people say, oh, you're new age, but you have no idea what the new age actually means. Okay. So... Let's just say in periods of 2,000 years, okay? So from from 2020, basically 2012, back to 0 BC, BCE, whatever you want to call it, y'all. If you're for, if you're for uh, the man that they call Jesus Christ, uh, Yeshua, or um, being Christ, Chris, like Krishna, like, like Christ did, like crystallized consciousness. That's real. That's really what it, that's the real message, but they got y'all sidetracked and all this. And okay. So from, from 2020 to zero, that was the Christian era. Okay. So that was the Christian era. And yes, they prophesied about Jesus coming before. Everything is about the manipulation an application of prophetic timelines, right? And part of the reason why I speak on this podcast in this way is so that I can just say whatever I think because I have a right to free speech. You dig? Okay, so, but then it's like, I want to be careful as to what energies I even mention because... Apparently, we don't live in a world of free speech right now. And I'm really, I'm really wondering, I'm like, okay, where am I going to distribute this? Like, I can just distribute it on my website, right? I could do, like, full independent. Or I can continue to distribute it through podcast form. I know that a lot of content... There are some platforms that I'm really considering going in on we'll see. That doesn't matter. 
but you know how meta I am, so I have to cover all of this, y'all. I have to cover all of this. Okay. So, from 2000, from, from zero to 2020, this is the Christian era, this is an entire epoch of reality that's coming after the age of Aries, y'all. R- recognize where we were before that. Before the age of Pisces, we were in the age of Aries, right? If we thought that that the way of life was barbaric in the Middle Ages, think about what it would have been like in the age of Mars. Outwardly aggressive, childish Mars, right? Surely there was a lot of development in human technology. Sure, a lot of innovation in in how people see and perceive the world. Lots of lots of innovation in astrology as well. How were they able to predict Jesus' birth, right? The astrologers that came the three the three wise men are astrologers that were like we literally traced the point of your origin birth by the stars. Guys, the stars are are part of the natural matrix grid with Earth, with the universe. Okay, the technology <clears throat> is an augmented, it's augmented matrix that is, that is plate, that is overlaid over the natural earth matrix, and they use it to control human behavior, okay, to control human behavior in a way that basically makes human energy most readily liquid and harvestable by the controllers of the matrix program or the hunger games whatever you fucking want to call this shit okay excuse me so the age of pisces was coming out of an age of of a lot of violence a lot of anger a lot of just like frustration existential angst of just being born, being alive, being on this earth, it's cold, it's hot, it's, it can be painful to survive, it takes everything you have just to survive on this planet, y'all, and so when these people start figuring out how to survive on this planet really well, and they start hoarding that information, and they start stealing information, and burning libraries, and, and stuff, they're creating power differentials, and they're creating the, the dominance hierarchy, they're creating the dominance hierarchy. The dominance hierarchy only exists in domesticated species. Okay, so it's a it's a sign of domestication when you're in a dominance hierarchy. If you're not in a if you're not in domesticated life, you like there's no need to form a dominance hierarchy. Right? You might you might like trade with other tribes, but there's not gonna be one tribe that's like, alright, we're the number one tribe and we are the go-to for everything, and then all y'all operate under us. Like, that's not really a thing because we recognize that tribes and villages are self-sufficient and self-sustaining. So so basically during the Pisces era, what they did is they took a person, a family, right? So Jesus and his family and his disciples. Uh, and his parents, even. And then they took all these people that study them and made them saints, right? So they make this pantheon of of demigods, basically, right? There are these, these superhuman beings that have been touched or kissed by the spirit of, of love, of universal transcendence, of the beatific vision. If we go back to what Christianity is, it's all about the beatific vision, which is here, where we are, 
realizing matter as creation of source and being a living prayer celebration of that. Like, that's all it is. That's like, if y'all look at the actual, like, what Jesus was actually teaching, and I'm not talking about even in the Bible, I'm talking about, like, go meet Jesus on the astral plane and have a conversation and you will feel the energy of what is communicated. It comes through much more clearly with the Buddha and the way that the Buddha showed up, right? The way the Buddha incarnates. But anyway, so we have to recognize, guys, Pisces, I'm, I will tell you, I'm the, I'm the only one that's going to tell you all these Pisces people running around here. Pisces is about lies. Pisces is about dreams, hallucinations, creativity, imagination, right? Sometimes it's illusions. It's, it's literally lies. It's literally like, like Pisces is, is the most evil sign. And I don't mean any disrespect. I'm just saying, if anyone has the capacity to do some evil shit, it's Pisces because they're the beginning and the end. They're the culmination of everything. So if you're going to do it, you're going to do it in Pisces because it's about to all burn anyway, right? That's kind of like this, the so-called philosophical rationalization for a lot of atrocious things that happen in our world. And we have to stop this, y'all. I have Saturn in Pisces, and Saturn is tired of being disrespected in Pisces, bro. Saturn is tired of being disrespected in Pisces. Like, y'all trying to use Pisces to paint, right? It's like, okay, so we have this natural earth grid pattern. Natural procession of the equinoxes and shit. And y'all are really gonna be out here, like, you you trying to paint people into these fake boxes, like, like y'all trying to paint people into these like fake realities and have them just sit there, have their body be totally, I guess maybe they're involving the body a little bit, but you have them just sit here in this fake reality when they could go out into real life and experience real life. You got them in these fake realities and you basically, you just see them as a being that's, you're just harvesting money from them because they need money to survive. So they're going to create money and you want to tax it or you want to like make profit off of selling them products that they need or don't need. doesn't matter. Right. So this is all like very Piscean stuff. Like, like the internet is honestly like, yes, it's Aquarian, obviously because of, of, like, it's a cusp. Internet is Pisces Aquarius cusp. Because it takes the imagination to imagine, like, us being able to create something like the internet. But then it takes Aquarius to be like, okay, fuck what you believe. <laughs> fuck what you believe. What do we know? What do I know about my reality? What do I know about truth and existence and reality? And how do we build infrastructure that prioritizes the most potent knowledge and information to be spread to the most appropriate individuals. Okay? Yes, I have Jupiter and Sagittarius. Yes, we we go we and talk about the truth, y'all. We go and talk about the truth. I don't know where y'all got it twisted. I don't know where y'all got it twisted. Because whenever I speak the truth, the universe gives me everything. <laughs> the universe gives me everything I could want or desire. It provides me opportunity to expand. Okay, so so as we move into this Aquarian age, like, 
like people who aren't running like meta modern integral theory like base level it's like you can't exist like you can't exist there is no longer bandwidth being ad allocated to individuals that are not willing to hold an integral holistic perspective of reality Okay, and I'm not saying you can't practice your religion. You can if you really want to. You really can. But you have to hold the integral metamodern perspective and recognize that you are contextually playing out a, a portion of a much larger humanity species. And if your religious practices are impeding the species as a whole, then you have to be willing to jettison these practices. You have to be willing to evolve as a practitioner of your religion, which most people are not willing to do because of the way that religions are designed, which means to me, I'm like just scrap religion off the bat. Again, I'm coming with a lot of Virgo energy. I don't care about what you believe. I don't care about what you believe. All this like law of attraction stuff, like, oh, if you believe that you're worthy of having it, then it'll just come to you. Y'all, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. All these people that be manifesting this stuff, right? They're privileged. And they're just showing you how privileged they are. It's fine. I'm glad y'all got stuff going for you. I'm glad that y'all manifesting what you want and what you desire, right? I've been doing it too. I can practice law of attraction too. I can manifest too. I'm not here to hate on it. Here's what I'm saying though. Is that what we should be focusing our time and energy on? Manifesting shit? Manifesting material items? Manifesting like a vacation going somewhere? How about you manifest a soul for yourself? How about you manifest actually being in tune and listening to your higher self? Being who you really, really came here to be. Not the person that can wear all the stuff that... They've been telling you that it means you have certain status or position or you have a certain sensibility, whatever, and you need other people to know that so that you don't feel as insecure about who you actually are because you got the brands to prove it. Just, just, okay, we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Like, Aquarius doesn't care about that. Aquarius, I'm not, I'm not talking about y'all fake Aquarians out here because I met some Aquarius people and I was like, yeah, okay, y'all channeling that, like, innovative loner energy, sure, and there's no way not to, but you need to actually research and understand, and, okay, here's the thing about Aquarius that I got beef with. I know Aquarius got Vir- got beef with Virgo, too, but here's why Virgo is the one that's right, because Virgo actually puts things into practice. Virgo actually practices what they say. The reason why Virgo tells people shit is because they're like, bro, I spent the last three years of my life doing this shit, learning this shit behind the scenes. I don't, I don't show y'all. I don't tell y'all where I went to college. I don't need to tell y'all I went to an Ivy League school so I can feel like you're going to validate my opinion. No, because what I do speaks for itself because I actually practice it and I found what's actually most effective. And that's why people want to hate Virgos because the Virgo's right. Virgo is right. Let me save you some time. Virgo's right. And I have a Virgo stellium, and so I'm the one out here that's here to trigger y'all and tell y'all, hey, I'm right. There's no other way to do this thing, okay? So once y'all actually start catching on, we actually start getting some vegans out here, I can get y'all some reading. All you gotta do is be vegan, and I will do a reading for you. If it's in alignment with source. Again, if it's in alignment with source. I'm not for everyone, even if you are vegan. Even if you are vegan. I have a very specific... 
very specific demographic that I'm here to work with, right? Basically, for other people that are leaders in this in the spiritual health space, okay? Those are the people that I'm here to serve. So don't get it twisted. All right, again, so we're continuing. What is the Age of Aquarius really about? The Age of Aquarius is about open source information. Open source information. Everyone has the right to have access, right? Everyone has a right to have access to the tools that support the formation of your inner being, okay? Freedom of information, freedom of inspiration. So this is why if if the library is closed down, that's literally a crime against humanity. Why? Because everyone needs to have access to the tools for the formation of the inner being. Right? I'm not saying everyone, like, that we should fake test scores to make it look like everyone's smarter. No. And I look at the library some places, they already be censoring all the books y'all need to be reading anyway. Right? So, uh, honestly, it's already gone. It's already gone. If it wasn't for the internet, it's already gone. And it's like, okay, so this is as close as we can get in capitalism. You need to buy yourself a device so that you can access the internet. Right? You need to play, like, you, like the internet is the way, it's the most efficient distribution stream of information. Like, could you imagine if, if, like, we still had newspapers and magazines, but that was the only way that people would receive information, right? Like, if newspapers and magazines, like, print was the only way that people received information, like, think about all the blog posts that would have to be, like, compiled into an actual publication for you to read. Like, like if Medium was a magazine, right? And you're just reading all these articles. Like, no, inefficient. Inefficient. Point blank period. And it's like, I know that the way we d- we have the technology right now isn't ideal. But, I mean, come on. We're going to be printing all this paper, distributing it, and recycling it? No. No. Okay, so Aquarian is like, it's just like, what do we actually know? Like, we know what best practices are. We know what best practices for the human body are. Aquarius can sometimes be a little bit too out, like disembodied, right? It's like y'all so caught up because, because remember the parent of Aquarius is not only Saturn, but also Uranus. Uniqueness, individuality, creativity, right? Rebellion, opposition too. Don't forget, don't forget just because it's Saturn doesn't mean it's not about rebellion and opposition. I am an Aquarian being. I know full well what it means to be in rebellion and opposition to the status quo. You understand, okay? So, Aquarius is about saying, hey, look, in order for us to practice best practices, in order for us to build true community, true network, true ex- true extended relationships, extended networks, true connection, whether it be virtual or in person, we have to actually institute these best practices, which means rebelling and opposing the old practices. You dig? And this is something I'm I'm exploring because I know that with the law of attraction, I'm really just creating more people to oppose. When I say I oppose you, then people that oppose me are going to show up, right? But when I, when I say I'm with you, then people that are with me are going to show up. 
but here's the thing though. I'm, I mentioned this in my last episode too. I'm, I'm reaching the limits of the map. The map of the fake matrix is actually corralling everyone back into bullshit instead of supporting our growth and expansion. It's, it's like, it's like when the, when the, the explorers came across the ocean from Europe, right? They weren't, they weren't out here like, oh, hey, let's just pay to send people across the ocean. I mean, they were, but these, these were like imperialists, they're like, we're going to go take some land. We're going to go colonize some land. That was the objective. The objective wasn't like, oh, hey, we're going to all just explore and see what's possible in the new world. Maybe we'll get some ideas from the people that already live there. You know, no, that's, and so breaking out of the colonialist mindset is something that's very key. Okay, so again, just to wrap this up, I'm going to finish talking about what the Age of Aquarius is. Like, like, what is this? Because it honestly really still hasn't even started. Until, until humans are vegan, Age of Aquarius hasn't even started. And I know that's a bold statement, and I know that we have a long way to go. But it's true, because as long as we keep deluding ourselves and telling ourselves that it's okay to to gather these animals and to and to treat them terribly and then to kill them and, and eat them, this is sociopathic, psychopathic. This doesn't make sense. In, in like, there's no rational basis for this. The only rational basis is we have done this in the past, and so we will continue to do this. And we all, anyone who has any experience doing any kind of innovation knows that that's a sacred cow and that that's a logical fallacy. It's not, it's not a, a logical backing for your argument to say, oh, we did this in the past, so that means we must continue to do it. And if you really want to have that strategy, then you're not going back far enough because if you go back to how it was really done in the past, they weren't eating the animals like this. If you go back to how the ancestors and the ancients truly taught and lived their lives, they were not eating the animals like this. Maybe they would eat animals sometimes. Maybe they would feast. Maybe they would have these certain, like, rituals and and times of the year or every however many years to where they would indulge in their lower animalistic whatever. Okay, but we're so far past this point, y'all. Like, has the death and destruction not been enough? Has there not been enough pain and suffering? Okay, so Age of Aquarius, when you, when we equalize the access to information, everything else naturally flows. Everything else naturally flows. And so there's a difference between information and services. So I'm not saying that, like, as an astrologer, I need to be providing readings out here for free for people. I'm not saying that because that's actually a service that I provide. But I do think that you should have access to your astrological information for free, which you do. It's called use the internet. <laughs> it's called use the internet, okay? So you have access to everything that you need. Like astrology the fact, like, astrology is just, like, how to cheat at life. Like, it's like, 
I don't understand what's happening. Like, literally look at the astrology and you'll figure it out. You'll figure out what's happening. I know what's happening in my life right now. Do I know exactly what's going to happen or how it's going to unfold or exactly what to do and exactly like when my next meal is going to be? No. No. Because astrology is not designed like that. Because that's not natural. The mind doesn't work like that. The mind is not a means of making decisions. It's a means of processing information, right? And then the body makes the decision. Because the body's the one that... <laughs> the body's the one that knows. Because the body's the one that ha- knows how physical reality works. Okay? So, again... And this goes back to, like, my first episode that I made on this podcast, which is that astrology is about studying relationships. This is about... This is about studying relationship psychology between the different aspects of self, self with different aspects of others, as well as superorganism, human species, and earth planet in interaction with other celestial bodies. So we as an earth have a relationship with the sun and the moon and Mars and Venus and Mercury and Jupiter and Saturn and all these stars out here. So again, like this is very controversial information. Um, it's about changing the script. Changing the script, okay? So, do I know exactly how we're going to transition society from where it is to where it has the potential to be and where it honestly deserves to be, where, it, where society is worthy of being? No, I don't have the play-by-play, but I do have the base grid blueprints, green prints, red prints. I have the base formula. I have the base formula. And there's people out here that can back me up on this. We have the base formula, okay? The base formula is the human body because the human body projects the reality. And, okay, so by projecting reality, we build the new world. And we don't even, we don't even have to tear down the old world with, like, anger and vigor um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to do that, but it comes more down to just stop paying it any attention, like stop paying it any energy, stop showing up in the old world, right? These people quitting their jobs and stuff. It's like, bro, this is going to keep happening. People aren't going to, it's like, t- tell a record label, I am not your motherfucking slave, <laughs> right? When you live in a country that's built on slavery, it's ingrained into the entire economic system that follows. So how do we design a non-slave system? Well, first, we have to honor the right to life of all beings, whether they can speak English or not, okay? You should be able... It doesn't matter where you're from, right? I'm not saying that we should just let anyone into America, into this... I'm not saying countries shouldn't have borders and boundaries. What I'm saying is there should be a streamlined process to, to turn an immigrant and just, like, let them, like, be a part of society. It's like, okay, like, do you need to do some training? You need to, like, learn some English, maybe, if that's even necessary. And then how do we, like, plug you into, like, some sort of coherent, basically, village tribe? That's gonna all become tribes, y'all. That's gonna all become tribes. And it's like, maybe there's gonna be these big city tribes. Because, I mean, it really already is tribes, Like, I didn't realize until I started traveling more. It basically already is tribes, but we're under the guise of this, like, federal 
oversight, which is, again, it's just, like, a huge tribe that we're, like, all right, we're the weapons tribe, and it's, like, fuck, man, you got a whole tribe just to focus on weapons, bro, (laughs) and I'm thankful, I'm thankful to be safe in this country, but it's, like, there's no point in me being safe here if there's no one, like, if, if animals aren't safe here, and it sounds so cliche and trite but it's true like what's the point of me being safe here if y'all harvest like you literally be running these animals through meat grinders bro like like you're just like putting an animal in and pulling out like pulverized meat like like as long as that happens like I will never be satisfied as long as that continues to happen I will never be satisfied it's like is that a bold statement yeah is it frustrating existence? Yeah, it is. But there's no other choice. Like, there's literally no other choice. Because there's no point in going on with life. Unless we can all go on with life, you know? Basic. Basic. And I'm gonna say this last thing before I sign this out. And that's saying that... How how y'all Ubuntu people... How y'all gonna build an Ubuntu community... If you if you're gonna be eating the animals, that's not Ubuntu. That's not Ubuntu, right? I was looking. I was looking. Y'all y'all are getting closer, right? I I look forward to see the day when the Ubuntu community is made because it's gonna it's gonna catalyze a whole new domino effect of of reactions to where people are gonna be like, wait, we can do shit different. We can do shit different. Like fuck yeah. Okay yeah. Let's do it. Um. And we'll see how Ubuntu goes, but I'm telling you, bro, like, you were telling vegans that you can't make everyone vegan until you show that Ubuntu works? Bro, Ubuntu's not gonna work until you show Ubuntu that you have to be vegan. So you're, you're gonna have a village of, like, 400 to 700 people, and you're gonna have, like, a portion, let's say, like, 100 of these people, maybe less, maybe 50 of these people, and their job is to is to raise animals so that they can be molested and killed for food. No, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's like that's like again, why are you going to complain about your oppressor when you eat just like them? You eat just like them. There's no like you live in the same reality that they do. It's like yeah, they may have a a, a fancier jet, right? They may have a fancier boat. But you're living in the same reality. Right? If you live in America, like, you're living in the same reality. You don't really have to, like, fear for your survival. It's just, like, what are you eating? What are you eating? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna close that here. I thought I was gonna talk more about specific signs. (laughs) Maybe, maybe one day we'll talk about that when we ready, okay? So thanks so much for listening, and I trust you have a magical rest of your evening, or day, or morning, or afternoon, or if you're listening to this in the middle of the night, I feel you, because I've been there. Anyways, adios.